Staring at a Hello, welcome to Prince Drive by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Every Day is a Winding Road. First from the album Cheryl Crow, and then later from the album Rave and to the Joy Fantastic. Prince recorded it early 1999 at Paisley Park. On the track, it is Prince, along with Larry Graham, Kip Blackshear, Dijon Blackshear, and Johnny Blackshear. Everybody but Prince is doing backing vocals. Larry Graham is on the track, but he's not playing bass. I'm not quite sure why that happened, but there you go. The song is 6 minutes 13, and joining me to talk about today is Martin Sand. Hello, Martin. Hi, Darren. Uh, Cheryl Crow sang on the song Baby Knows, um, and in return for that, Prince covered Every Day is a Winding Road, uh, which was originally released on the 8th of November 1999, um, which is almost exactly three years before Prince's version was released. Um, it did really well, you know, as a song. It got to number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100. It got to number 12 over here. Um, you know, it was nominated for Record of the Year at the 1998 Grammys. Um, you know, and <laughs> the, the idea of Prince covering this song, it always puzzles me so much. Um, because Prince seemed to, like... I mean, Andy DeFranco also is on Rave to the Joy Fantastic. And Prince seemed to veer towards this kind of like um, female singer songwriter thing. Like it's it's just kind of I don't know what I don't know what like in terms of his covers. I mean, obviously he was always a big fan of Joni Mitchell, um, and later on he would cover a, you know, a Case of You, um, and he wrote he, he even wrote a couple of songs that he wanted Joni Mitchell to sing, but in the end she never sang them. So. Mm. Um, you know, I, it's, it feels like in a way Prince was kind of like a frustrated, um, like indie singer songwriter, um, but for somehow he ended up being like you know a funk rock star, and you know that that kind of like was the persona that he ended up having to adopt. Um, but you know, the, it, he kind of brings that to his cover of "Every Day Is a Winding Road," um, you know, where he he kind of you know funks it up. He he, ta- he takes this. This kind of very, you know, um, I would say the song is kind of a little plaintive, like, you know, like the idea of, you know, every day is a winding road, you know, like the kind of the idea of you never know what's going to happen each day and how it's kind of like, you know, a journey and all this kind of stuff. You know, again, that kind of fits with the kind of like coffee shop indie kind of singer songwriter thing. Um, so it's interesting that Prince then takes that and like turns it up to eleven, <laughs> um, and kind of it kind of takes any subtlety out of it. Um, you know, Cheryl Crow I think is an interesting artist because she's one of those kind of who started as you know like a session singer. Um, you know, famously she was on tour with Michael Jackson for three years on the Bad tour. Um, you know, a lot of the songs on Bad and, uh, you know, uh, Thriller that are kind of like duets, she ended up performing the other half of those duet parts. Um, you know, obviously, um, All I Want to Do was a gigantic hit. You know, if you were anywhere kind of in the mid-90s, that song was, I mean, the video was all over every kind of, you know, music channel, VH1, MTV. It was just everywhere. And that song, you know, it was it was like played to death. Um, and you know, from my point of view, when I first heard that song, um, because I got sick of it so quick, I thought, this seems like a one-hit wonder. <laughs> like, I don't think we're going to hear from this person again. Um, you know, like, like literally, I mean, 
my my own cousins were very young when that song came out. They were about like five, six, and they would sing "All I Want to Do" over and over again, and it drove me insane. Um, now you know they're in their kind of uh, mid twenties, um, but like it, like it was just so kind of like singable, um, you know, like and it was kind of like a nursery rhyme, and you know, uh, I, the kind of, I guess it was kind of this weird kind of like country rock vibe, kind of that kind of crossed over, um, and. When I first heard that song, I thought, well, this is it. This is this is the one big song we're never going to hear from this person ever again. This is like, um, you know, One of Us by Joan Osborne. You know, you hear that song and she literally did nothing after that. You know, that was her one hit. Prince, of course, covered that as well. Um, so hearing Sheryl Crow then, I thought, well, this is it. You know, she's she, there's no more songs from Sheryl Crow. Um, and, you know, her record label then milked that album uh, you know her debut album as much as possible putting out single after single after single all the way into 1995 almost two years after the album came out um, and then Every Day is a Winding Road was um, I think the second single of her second album um, and like I said it did really well obviously it caught Prince's eye because um, you know after One of Us I think this is this is like the next cover version that Prince recorded um, and then you know, the next song that he did, I think, was Case of You on One Night Alone Live. So, you know, these female singer-songwriters, I'd, like, Prince seemed to really relate to them and, you know, wanted to cover them. Um, and also, I think the fact that Sheryl Crow, you know, was, you know, signed to the same record label that was putting out this album didn't harm her. Um, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I find I find that, you know, Prince's cover versions, either he brings something kind of really different to it and it kind of takes it in an interesting direction and you're like, oh, well, this, you know, it improves it. Or like every day is a winding road. He kind of goes so <clears throat> over the top on it that you're like, I, I've lost all sight of exactly what the original song was. And then, you know, towards the end, Prince starts improvising his own lyrics and, and and adding some more and changing the meaning of what every day is a winding road means. Um, but, you know, I, I don't feel we need to really kind of go over the lyrics too much because like every day is a winding road for Sheryl Crow was a big hit anyway. Um, but like, you know, this I, 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 know, I think I think Prince saying I hitched a ride with a crazy old showgirl. I just like the way he sings it because it doesn't really like I like when Prince sings other people's lyrics because you can kind of hear how he interprets what what the lyrics are and his kind of reading of this seems like completely at odds with how Cheryl Crow did you know Cheryl Crow's is very much kind of like carefree and you know going wherever she can you know wherever the road takes yeah. her and with Prince it seems like it, it has a completely different message I don't um, know there are there are these two people, Prince and Cheryl Crow, and one of them I can imagine hitchhiking. <laughs> yeah. Yes, with their guitar on the back, you know, like yeah. you, you can you can picture that. Um, yeah, I like I don't know if a crazy horse showgirl would like would pick Prince up standing on the side of the road, dressed you know head to toe in purple, <laughs> with no doubt an entourage of four or five bodyguards, and you know people with a number of flight cases containing all the equipment you know to keep Prince going. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of odd. Like it's not that I don't like like, I mean, if I say I hate this cover, it sound, that sounds harsh. But I just I just don't think the Prince adds anything new to it other than two minutes. Like he makes this two minutes longer than the original, and you know, unlike uh, you know his cover of One of Us, which you know Prince obviously 
you know, kind of very religious, much like Joan Osborne, actually. You know, she was she was like a Christian singer. But his kind of like, you know, the, the, the direction he took that song in, it kind of gave it a completely different dimension. Whereas I think here, I just don't buy Prince, you know, kind of talking about someone who's got a daughter called Easter and she was born on a Tuesday night. And like Prince, you know, feeling like a stranger in his own life. Like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't really feel like Prince. Prince always strikes me as being so self-assured that it like I, I just can't imagine him seeing each day as being a winding road. You know, like the phrase swimming in a sea of anarchy, which, by the way, is a really great lyric. You know, that's like, you know, kudos to Sheryl Crow and her co-writers, because that is that's a wonderful turn of phrase. But I don't see Princess ever swimming in a sea of anarchy. Like everything in Prince's life seems so controlled that I, I can't buy that he would be living on compliments and herbal tea. Like that doesn't seem like the Prince that we know. And I, I think that's maybe the thing that kind of... Um, maybe holds me back from enjoying this cover version more is I, ca I can't buy what Prince is selling in this particular, you know, thing, you know, like when he's talking about, you know, every day is a winding road and every, every day is a faded sign. I don't, I don't believe that Prince is, you know, is around faded signs. I think that, you know, if you're in Paisley Park and the sign begins fading, someone points it out and they come in there with a lick of paint and they get it all kind of like, if it, it feels like everything in Prince's life is so controlled that, you know, particularly at this point in his, you know, when he's just been through this big battle with Warner Brothers and he's kind of, you know, trying to get his independence, it just doesn't feel like he's the kind of person to go hitchhiking and just, you know, see where the road takes him. Um, you know, and also, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the the production on this either. Like, um, you know, I'm sure I sound like a broken record, you know, this far in, but it like the sound of it is just like even with the addition of you know the Blackshirts doing their their backing vocals it doesn't it doesn't really it feels like there's not much air in the song and it's it's like a lot of kind of like i said you know prince stuck in the studio and i'm not i'm just not a fan of that production sound it also takes the sound in a direction that is like completely inappropriate to the song itself like the song works yeah. as uh coffee shop song it doesn't really work as i don't know a cocktail lounge song or whatever <laughs> that sound is supposed to be yeah I, like it doesn't like kind of prince adding like some funk to it just doesn't it doesn't really sell like it makes a song completely sound wrong like the the kind of you know and the fact that he opens up by adding some more words like where he's got this every day is a winding road is a winding road is a winding road you're like prince what have you done to the opening of every day is a winding road you've gone and ruined it straight away um you know and like i don't know like the whole kind of lay back enjoy the show everybody gets high everybody gets low that does not sound like prince <laughs> like laying back and enjoying the show i i don't think so prince likes his crowds to have high energy and to be you know chanting you know along with him so it's you know these are the days when anything goes just does not sound like prince and i you know i don't think there's much that like one of us was a, a cover version that really suited what prince was about whereas this is just completely the opposite and he you know he might love this song but that's not really a reason to cover it um you know the, and the thing is i'm sure there are plenty of other you know um cheryl crow songs that would have suited him better um, I mean, coming to mind, I would say Leaving Las Vegas is a song that would, you know, suit Prince a little bit better than Every Day is a Winding Road. 
um you know but yeah i i mean i'm not a fan of that keyboard sound either <laughs> like there's a, there's like a keyboard that's playing and it's just it's kind of really plodding and he he kind of you know he's kind of took the energy out of the song a little bit and it i don't know it's just out of, there's a like there's very few songs that prince ever actually covered you know like um the fact that he covered three on emancipation was you know a revelation <laughs> um and from here on out you know, he's only going to cover like another two or three songs before the end of his career. So it's odd that you can kind of say, oh, and, and Prince covered a Sheryl Crow song. <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, like, um, and it's not as if like, I mean, I wouldn't say that Sheryl Crow is completely irrelevant these days, but, you know, I think her star faded fairly fast. You know, like by the time you get like into like 2004, 2005, I think, by that point, you know, she was mostly known for who she was going out with rather than the music. Um, so, you know, I, 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 and the thing is as well is if this had been released as a single or something, then maybe I could see the logic of having it on the album, but it was just kept as an album track. And I always find that really weird. Like, you know, if you're going to do a cover, you know, it has to be because you're going to put it as like a B-side or, you know, it's going to be a single or like just kind of and that's what prince did with you know um la 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 la, la and uh, betcha by golly wow like you know those were released as singles here it's like i i'm not quite sure what the you know the end goal was other than other than for prince maybe to pay back cheryl crow for appearing on the album um you know but i feel you know she does a better job on baby knows than prince does on this song um you know unfortunately um which you know i say with a heavy heart because you know obviously I would have loved if Prince had kind of taken this song and made it like his own. But as it is, it just feels like a kind of karaoke kind of cover. But, you know, it's it's a good song, but it's a better song when Sheryl Crow is singing it. Um, and, you know, I feel like she kind of gets across this idea of being like a carefree person who's willing to kind of, you know, take them where the wind blows them. Uh, whereas Prince, you know, is the kind of person who will have his tailor make him an outfit you know, for for three days' time when he plans on going somewhere specifically. <laughs> also, Prince then, for some reason, towards the end, <laughs> decides out of nowhere that he wants to ask people, you know, do you love your brother? Do you love your sister? Do you love God? And <laughs> it turns it into kind of like, you know, a religious song for the last kind of minute. And it's kind of like, Prince, I, I'm not quite sure why you decided to add this bit, but you know, it doesn't really fit, you know, like, with one of us, you could kind of say, you know, is God just a, a slave like one of us, and it kind of, you know, it kind of fits, but here, it's just like, a little bit kind of, I don't know, it, it I, 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 if I was Cheryl Crow, I'd be like, please, don't do that to my song, <laughs> it's, you know, it's not about do you love God, it's like, it's, it's about kind of just like, you know, hitching a ride and seeing where it takes you, that really doesn't have that much to do with God, but I guess this is kind of the earliest signs that Prince is going to start shoehorning this into songs from now on. Um, and we kind of just have to get used to it. Um, but, you know, I would have preferred if he kind of would have left that out. But as it is, all it like like I say, all he does is kind of make the song two minutes longer and I could do without those two minutes. Um, so for me, I don't think I can go higher than, I don't know, two out of five sounds harsh, <laughs> but... I, you know, this this is one of those songs, like, you know, I listen to Prince's cover of One of Us quite a lot. Um, I've rarely listened to this cover. You know, it's it's just not one of those songs that I, I feel the need to return to. If I want to listen to Every Day is a Winding Road, 
I think there's a perfectly good version done by the original artist that I think I would go to before I listen to this. I don't think two out of five is harsh. Um, I don't know. I could have gone as low as one out of five. It's it's uh, on, on a on a scale of unlike a curve of Prince songs, it rates as not ever on any of my playlists. Um, so <laughs> it's it's um, I don't know. It's it's just not something. I, I would ever um, enjoy listening to uh, it's uh, the song you know the original is a fine enough uh, singer songwriter um, coffee shop kind of song um, this cover does nothing it's uh, it ruins everything that was good about this song and it doesn't add anything worthwhile to it um i mean tacking on do you love god towards the end is kind of funny it's it's sort of a funny game to imagine um prince covering any number of song and um, asking you if you love god at the end like you can do it with <laughs> all star or you could do it with um I don't know, Smooth by uh, Santana <laughs> featuring Rob Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, but this song is just nothing. It's uh, For an album that's got 15 tracks on, like, if you're going to have an album that long, um, you know, this is, I mean, it's not as long as Emancipation or Crystal Ball, but in terms of, like, a single disc album, this is one of the longer ones that Prince put out, you know, in the entire kind of, like, um, 90s. Um, you know, you, you, like you kind of have to ask yourself if you've got 15 tracks, they have to all be kind of essential to the album. And, you know, this just feels kind of like, you know, inessential, like even like if you bought like, you know, um, one of the singles released from this album and this was a B side, you might be just disappointed because you'd be like, why couldn't Prince give us like a good B side like he used to? Why is he having to cover this song? Um, so it's kind of it's kind of weird that it's just in the middle of this album. Um, you know, but then obviously, you know, you hear Baby Knows and you can hear a little bit of Sheryl Crow's voice in there and you're like, oh, so that's why he covered this song. <laughs> like, just as, you know, you know, a bit of reciprocity and it's, it, it, it's kind of like, it, it, I don't know, it's, it's just kind of a disappointment, um, you know, which I feel kind of hangs over a lot of this project <laughs> where, where, you know, with each further track, it feels like Prince is disappointing me more and more. Um, and there's kind of a stretch here in the middle where there's like four or five songs in a row where it's like, you know, I, I feel like skipping all of these songs, um, you know, until I can get to a decent song, um, you know, which may or may not happen later on in the album, you know. So uh, I feel like we said about as much as we can about Every Day is a Winding Road. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Martin? Um, I would like to plug um, honest reflection, looking deep into your soul and asking yourself, do you love God? And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure where you would, at PrinceTrapByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Martin. Thank you for having me. And otherwise... Hey, hey, hey. Hello, 